0: Thanks.
1: <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Oh, something's wrong. Something's wrong. No! no. Ah! Sing the song! Sing the song! boom I, I right, don't Darryl. hear the music.
2: I don't <laughs> no. hear the music. I don't I know. know what I to made, do.
1: I, I made a mistake, Daryl. All
2: I right. made a mistake. Well, welcome to the Meeple Syrup Show, everyone, where designers discuss design. We're on episode <laughs> 85, mistakes. 85 <laughs> I think? I don't know. The, yeah. the screen went so fast. I... I can't even remember, but.
1: I turned it off in shame. In Episode shame. 85.
2: That's awesome. Well, we <gasps> have the best intro for the best show. Uh, the best man. intro for the best show. We have um, not only myself and Sen, but we have uh, Tiffany here, who's somewhere in Germany, I believe in Frankfurt. Sort of, yeah sort of, and uh, she's on her way to Essen, so we will be talking a little Essen, but we won't be with Tiffany, because she's got to, like, jet lag and figure food out and all that kind of stuff, and, but don't worry, she'll be out getting games, and specifically, she'll be getting a bunch of games for our other host, Susan Sheldon.
3: Hello.
4: Welcome to the show. We're very excited to have you back. Oh, it's so awesome to be back on. Love you guys, and uh, so excited for today's show. So mm-hmm.
2: one, one thing that's new uh, for anyone who, I don't know, doesn't know the Dice Tower, which would be shocking, is uh, Suzanne has been doing a bunch of stuff for the Dice Tower since the last time you are here. You're, you're big time now. Can you tell, <laughs> our, tell our viewers about all the stuff
4: that you're doing over there now? Uh just keeping busy making content. I'm still talking about board game apps a lot, which I love, and there's some really great ones out right now. Um, but I also started in this year doing the um crowdfunding segment. So I get to look at uh Kickstarter and Indiegogo every day, looking at the wide variety of game offerings there and talk about them on the show. Um and I continue to do uh kind of thematic segments for Z Garcia's show, Board Game Blender. And I'm starting to do some uh, game, like little mini game overviews for some games that are maybe a little less common. Um, I just did one for a game called Tarot Storia, which is a lovely little Japanese solitaire game that um, Osprey Games, actually, I just found out, picked up, and is is going to release. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, but it's been busy, but a lot of fun.
2: Hey, just
1: speaking of Osprey Games, where are they actually from? Because I see them in chapters, Daryl.
2: Yeah, no, I, I got my uh, the submarine game of theirs in the chapters.
1: It's very odd.
2: Yeah, no, they're super nice. I chatted with them at Gen Con because they were uh, giving a preview of Cold Coldit's... Uh... Oh, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they're a book publisher. That's how they yeah. started. Right, so, I mean, right. it doesn't surprise me to hear that they're in chapters. No.
1: Yeah. What was the name of the game you just mentioned, Justin Farr Wants to Know? Oh, Tarot Storia? T- Tarot Storia.
4: It's simply gorgeous. It's yeah, just mm, the art beautiful. is phenomenal. Um, and you can check out my little um, five-minute overview of it on yeah. the Dice Tower's YouTube channel.
1: Yeah.
4: Excellent. Um,
3: anyway.
1: Anyway, going on to other things. Tiff, what's going on with you in Frankfurtopia? Is that where you're
3: uh, at? Frankfurt, yeah. We were doing like a little one-year anniversary-ish trip to Amsterdam. Um. And then we just got off the ICE, which is the high-speed train, um, mm-hmm. coming back from Amsterdam, back into Germany. So we're doing a night in Frankfurt because uh, cheap hotels. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and why then tomorrow, not? Yeah, well, and tomorrow we'll head to Essen proper. Right, um,
1: if you have the the transit pass, it doesn't really matter that you stop.
3: Uh, we didn't get the transit pass because oh, okay. the the to take the ICE to Amsterdam and whatnot it didn't make sense. Like we're literally just taking one regional train to Essen and then back to the Frankfurt airport, which is where we flew in from to, uh, to cause there's a direct from Seattle. So,
1: yeah. Oh, that's nice.
3: Yeah. So, um, we're here, we're excited. We, um, we were trying not to get any games before we got to Essen and then we totally failed at that. Uh,
1: <laughs> OMG is the- ATF, OMG.
3: Yeah, it's the Dutch version of Oh My Goods, and while we already own Oh My Goods, I saw this on the shelf, and I was like, I have to get it. I, mm-hmm. I just can't not get that. That's so, awesome.
1: So yeah. basically, you're saying that you're giving up one of Seuss's slots Yeah. in in Steve's bag.
3: Uh-oh. We're just going to roll a die, and one of Seuss's games just don't get to come home. <laughs> That's a great game. I love that
1: game. <laughs> I,
3: like, wow. this game.
2: <laughs> I like this
3: game a lot. Can we make that um, on video? <laughs> Yeah, no, no. every day, every day, I'll be like, "This game has to go," and I'm just weeping. Nice, yeah. thanks, thanks, guys, thanks for
4: your support. <laughs> Don't we have like important people to talk to? That's yeah, a yeah, good yeah. point.
2: So on that note, sorry, Tiffany. I guess you're. That's tight. fine.
3: I'm gonna go have a free beer in the lobby of my yeah, hotel. That apparently, that. has free high-speed that's, Wi-Fi. That's very German. <laughs> very German.
2: Of we will miss you, Tiffany. Say hi See to Steve you, from us.
3: Tell,
1: uh, have tell
3: a Steve, show. Tell Steve you. that he
1: missed uh, an, a good episode last night and that uh, we'll have him on next week for the dojo.
3: Yes, we're going to yeah. watch it uh, here over dinner. So, yeah. Yeah, please. There you go. Let me know. Okay, bye. 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 All
2: and right. Now I got to welcome our wonderful guests. Uh, we have Theo Rivera from uh, Repos Games. Hello. Hi. And we also have Bruno Cathala, the uh, wonderful designer who works with many people, including Repos. Welcome to the show, Bruno.
1: Bruno, you're muted. Oh, he's still muted. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> Try again. Hey. Thing. Hey, bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Ça va bien?
5: Super.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all right, <laughs> enough good. of that French for all our uh, non French uh, fluent people like me who didn't pay attention in all my French <laughs> classes. Uh, we, we, we're glad you're here, and we got to start off with uh, some of the uh, "quote unquote" formalities. With Essen coming up, and everyone being so excited about it, we got to talk a little bit about Essen Games, what's coming out, and then also some tips. I'm gonna actually jump to Teo first and ask what uh, what's the big Repos game that everyone's got to get. Uh, what what games will be at the Repos booth at Essen?
0: For us, it's very easy because we got one big release, HSN. Uh, For this year, it's Seven Wonders Duel first expansion. Mm. Uh, It's called Pantheon. I don't know how to pronounce it in English, but Pantheon, uh, the same word. Uh, So that's the first expansion for Duel, and it's all about gods. So it's a new way to play Seven Wonders Duel. It brings back some new strategy, some Mm. new cards, gods cards. Uh and that's our big deal for this SM. Excellent. We also have uh one expansion for Cash and Guns called Team Spirit. It had been released uh during Gen Con this year, but we still have it well, for will you SM. have
2: Nirvana playing? Well as a connection to Sue's Team Spirit. <laughs> no, no dice.
4: All right. I don't think I think the Nirvana joke was a little bit uh, sort of oh, a stretch. My bad <laughs>
2: That's the first thing I think of. Anyway, sorry, grown up on Nirvana,
0: and we still have some Doctor Panic to show and to demonstrate to the people who don't know the game yet. So that's our free big stuff, but good, probably our only release for this year. Right.
4: Well, that's a really awesome docket of games or an expansion, really. I'm I'm so excited for the Seven Wonders expansion, the dual expansion. It's ugh. I, can't wait to get my hands on it, but Bruno, you have—I mean, you have almost that many games coming out as in yourself, right? What, What's—I
5: what, was. I have, I, was doing. I have six games which ah. will be released wow. for. Uh, in that's fact, it's not releasing games. new games. It's four games and two expansions.
1: Oh well, then that's that's oh, that's sure. you know that's, reasonable. that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. So,
5: so tell it, us about them. Do you, do you want me to do the list? Yes! <laughs>
4: yes, absolutely!
5: So, for sure, one of my biggest exp- uh, uh, release will be the, the Panthéon expansion for, for Seven Wonders Duel. But <laughs> I will also have a very familiar Domino game, which is, which is being called King Domino, mm-hmm. which will be released by uh, Brew Orange. I also have uh, a game with Yellow, which is named Kanagawa.
2: Right.
5: And uh, what is fun is that uh, when I signed the game, <laughs> Theo was working with Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I presented the prototype to him, in fact. <laughs> there you go.
4: So,
1: so that could have been a repos game. Yeah, maybe. <laughs>
5: but it's a pretty it's it's game. It's I'm pretty
4: a small community. community. Yeah.
5: Yes. So uh, I also have a game with uh, Funforge, mm-hmm. uh, which will be released in the uh, U.S. by Passport Games, which is uh, Pocket Madness. It was presented uh, during the last uh, Indianapolis uh, show, but uh, the release comes now uh, in a few in a few days. Mm-hmm. A game in the Ktulu uh, atmosphere. Uh, and I have also, with Matago, two release. One is named Dice Stars, it's a small dice game in the same family of uh, small games like Quicks or that, that kind of things.
2: Okay.
5: And we also have a, a small expansion for Cyclades, which is named Monuments. Okay.
1: Nice, nice, nice. And, and, you, and, have, and cool. you, you have boxes, you have actual games to show, right? Like, right now. Yeah, like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show because he was
4: showing them off earlier, so we got to yeah, see them again. Well, uh, it's it's a done
1: for for us Englishers. Oh, this,
5: this is Kanakawa.
1: It's so, beautiful. so-, so uh,
5: beautiful. I'm really happy with uh, the artwork which has been done and uh, and all the editorial work which has been done in this game.
2: That's wonderful. Oh, yeah. It's it stands out. It's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And this one.
4: I've heard such great things. I'm I this is right up my alley. I've watched a couple of reviews of it now and I'm so excited to try King Domino. It looks it looks so much fun. Yeah.
2: Right.
1: And but, that's that's the one that everyone's that's the one Theo wants too, right?
2: A buzz.
4: Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, yeah I'm, i get the first copy.
4: You <laughs> know, and I actually got to play um uh, Pocket Madness with oh, uh, yeah, with Scott Morris. He oh, was in town. Sense. Um, for an event, and he brought his copy of it uh, from Passport Games, and it was so much fun. And um, I remember near the end of the game, he was, he was, it looked like he was going to win, but I had slowly been collecting cards, and there's no hand limit. So you're collecting this. I had this Fan. I had like this huge fan of cards. And then right at the end I go bop, 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 bop. And I'm pulling the special cards and I'm playing abilities and turning it in. And um and I I whooped them and it was awesome. It was so much fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So that's a that's a definite sale for you, Suzanne. That... You know, it's it's
4: such a quick, light little um I don't know what mechanism you'd call that, where you're collecting. I mean, it's sets, kind of rummy, almost. I guess yes, it's kind of a I, rummy. I, I
1: think
5: we can we can say that. Yes, it's a kind of rummy game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like
1: melding.
4: Yeah, totally. And and it was it was very entertaining. <laughs> awesome. Anyway.
1: Cool. Uh so Theo, let's let's go on to some some tips at Essen. Uh let's start from like very practical to that everybody could use, then all the way down to designer tips. So we'll start on the practical level. What is what is your number one practical tip that you would give to somebody who's going to Essen uh, for the first time?
0: Not so easy. I think I will say drink a lot of water. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I'm not saying- and don't
5: eat German food. Don't, <laughs> German food. <laughs> don't, eat, don't eat German food.
1: Don't eat German food
4: drink a lot of water. All right. Shots fired. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Why?
1: Why is that a thing? Why do we just drink a lot of water and avoid German food?
0: Well, when you're on a show like SN or stuff like that, you will typically go drink a lot of alcohol at night. Yeah. Uh, drink not so good, very greasy food at night Uh, it's not so easy to eat healthy food during a show Uh, but i think that's one of the key to not being totally wasted on the last day
1: (laughs) true (laughs) all
5: right that's key key. you have to sleep a lot before going
2: (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely that is a real practical one as well i mean both of those tips i uh I needed those last year when I got to go to uh, Essen, so good advice there. I, I'm gonna turn this question to Bruno and now uh, maybe tune it a little towards designers. If, uh, I, I mean, now you can just go up to Teo and, and say, you know, I'd like to show you a game, but would you have any advice for new designers coming out to Essen? What should they do so that they can show their games to, to publishers, any advice that you would give so, uh, the, new designers.
5: The, the first thing that uh, everybody has to know is that uh, the publishers are really open to new designers. Never mind if they are experimented or not. That's the first thing. But the second thing is that the best way to uh, to get appointments is to try to contact the publisher much more weeks before sun and not to go on the fair because uh, there are no more spots to receive people. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, the best way is to send a mail with a very short abstract. I would say not more than one page, and 80% of this page must be images, pictures, Mm -hmm. and with some really short sentences focusing on what is really special on on, on your game. I would say something like that, Uh, what you could find uh, on the rear of of a box, something like that, for example. Right. You your games like that. And that's all. And if it uh, triggers an interest uh, in your publisher, he will give you an appointment, for sure, because he wants to know. It will be very easy for him to know if it's absolutely not for them. So you don't waste time. And you will focus on some efficient uh, appointments.
1: Mm
2: amazing advice it's
5: Great all
1: stuff. about efficiency all about efficiency
2: yeah
4: so going back to um KO, you know I've I've been to a number of US conventions as I'm I'm sure you have and, and Bruno as well but I've never been to Essen and I have heard that from um, a visitors point of view it's a little bit different maybe a little more spread out smaller spaces etc Um, what can like if I were to go to Essen next year what should I plan for as far as um you know, talking to publishers, buying games, finding space to play games.
0: It's not so easy to find a, a place to play games during the show because uh, very often all the tables are full of players. Uh, we we see players playing on the on the ground because there's, there's no so many space and spot to place. Uh, one good way when you are just a visitors to this kind of fair it's just to get to the floor and to play, whatever you can play. The best thing is to just to walk and say, "Oh, a free table, let's play
5: this game." Another thing you can do is to go on the fair half a day, just pick the games you want, and then you go back to the hotel and you play at the hotel. Mm-hmm.
4: Are the lines really long? Is it pretty easy? I know you know it's something like a Gen Con. Um, oftentimes, you know hot new games will be limited, uh, or you'll kind of dole them out, you know, 100 for the first day, 100 for the second day. Is, do you, do you, is that the similar in Essen, or do you guys tend to handle it differently? Ko,
0: I think most of the publishers have plenty of copies of the games, big publisher. so in our case, we have plenty and plenty of Panthéon. so we might be sold out, and we hope we'll be, but mm-hmm. not on the first day. Uh, some publishers will release very small quantities of games, but most of them, you can go with uh, a copy of a game on Friday. It's OK for that. If you really, really want a game, and it's a small publisher, you have to go to go on the first day. Like, people like Japan brand or uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that, they often stand sold out just because of the problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> you know, yes, small publisher, small continues. Not only
5: that Theo, uh, there are also a lot of publishers who have limited quantities just because uh these quantities came by plane and right. the, the remaining the remaining boxes are on in the boat in fact, are
2: sure, yeah,
1: so a lot of air shipping issues and a lot of of companies yeah. that might be, especially the foreign companies uh that are co- come from Japan or whatever if they're coming over to Europe, their stock might not be there so.
5: But, you know, a lot of uh, European uh, games are produced in China, so...
1: (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, Bruno, let's talk about um, tips for designers even beyond just making that initial meeting and like what you're describing as a sell sheet to um, your initial pitch by email. What are some things that you think can help a person, a designer, be more successful when they actually meet up face to face with that publisher at a place like Essen?
5: To be able to explain his game very fast and, and the, not, not to go in all the details. Being able to focus on what makes your game special. Because a publisher will have a, a lot of meetings. They will see games, 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 etc. So you have to capture his attention with uh, with something special. You you know your product better than anybody, so mm-hmm. you don't have to make a, uh, to make a demonstration with all the details. In my opinion,
1: okay. Can you give us an example for maybe one of your well-known games, like Clades or or something else, where? What was a sentence that you said to the publishers at Matago that said yeah they they want this wow. because you said C-
5: C- Ciclades is not a good example because <laughs> no no because oh. the, the story the story is fun okay, because uh, the, the, I can I if you want I can tell you a story yeah for sure yes. oh, yeah. Very your, your,
1: your stories are always good so let's go <laughs>
5: <laughs> no but uh, because uh, Ciclades is uh, has been published by Matago because of Senji uh, you you uh, know my game, Senji. Mm-hmm. Yes. At the beginning, Matagot wanted to publish Senji, and for some reasons, it went to Asmodee, Okay. But but uh, Isham was really upset not to have the opportunity to publish this game. Sure. And I promised him that the next big game I will do, I will present him before anybody. Right. So. It's not a game that I had to uh, to uh, to present on uh, on on a um, fair. Right. right. Yeah, he was present already wanting right. it. Yeah. In a fair is a very a very special thing because uh, you have uh, it's noisy. You don't have much times. People are tired. They don't. So so you have to to make the most effort to capture attention. Always always that. but. What kind of thing? For example, King Domino. Right. When I presented King Domino to uh, to Blue Orange, I presented with this title, and the title was the game. That means that you have to become the king of the dominoes, making a kingdom with dominoes. Right. <laughs> and, and it's so strange that people. Uh, uh, give you their attention, and then you can show some things, etc. Right, it's, but, like
1: the, it's like the hook.
5: Yeah.
2: Excellent, excellent. Well, let's, let's continue down this line of thought of the hook and what kind of games publishers are looking for. We have Tao here, who I know sits in and hears many, many pitches. I'm curious, could you help us maybe understand, for instance, uh, Bruno said, you know, sometimes a publisher can very quickly hear and know it's not for them or it is their kind of game, what kind of games does repos look for? What are what are some games that, you know, people should not be pitching you, and what are some games that you are hunting for?
0: It's not, we are not the easiest companies for this kind of I stuff. <laughs> I do a real editorial line. In fact, we publish uh, a very, very large range of games, from uh, Ghost Stories to Cash and Guns to Seven Wonders to Drill to Time's Up in France. Yeah. Uh, that's not so easy, but right now what we are looking for is innovation. Uh, mm-hmm. we really want to have games, when you play your first uh, game of this game, you'll be like, wow, that's a new, I never played a game like that before. And not right. just because we have uh, special components, stuff very silly-like. We published uh, Dr. Panic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We got plenty and plenty of very, silly new stuff and we like that but when you play seven wonders jewel for the first time even if it's only cards and nothing very new from the component when you play it it's like wow i never played something like that before and we're really really looking for this kind of sensation which is not so easy to describe to uh, designers so
2: until until you find it until you have it, then all of a sudden it can stand out. But that—that's great advice. You're looking for innovation there, so. Right. Suze.
4: Well, you know, we can we can keep on talking about, Essen um, uh, and 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 how you pitch to publishers. But I know that we have a question from one of our viewers, Gunther, and uh, Bruno. He wants to know uh, if if you know when uh, Yamatai is going to be released. I know. <laughs> ah, and and can you share that?
5: Yes, yes, it's uh it's the same. Is for beginning of uh, next year, uh, probably for uh, end of February in France. Mm-hmm. So uh, spring, uh, spring in the US.
4: And I'm sorry, I I'm not familiar off the top of my head. What publisher is that with?
5: It's a Days of Wonders. Sorry. Okay.
4: Ah, so it'll be Days of Wonders released next year.
5: Yes, exactly. And um, I hope that uh, we will catch the same kind of uh, players than uh, Five Tribes.
1: Hmm. Okay.
5: Okay. Very exciting.
4: That's super exciting. I think
5: if you like Five
1: Tribes, I hope you will like Yamatai.
4: Well, I like Five Tribes, and I like Longhorn, so I'm excited about Yamatai.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now there's another game on your list, Suzanne. you got to add that to your list. Go write it down.
4: Mm -hmm. Oh, like it was already – well, you know, we were – when I found out who the guests were going to be on the show, you know, I did, I, I was looking at my game collection, oh my gosh, I have so many Cathala games in my collection. It's just out yeah. of control. I mean, I even have the special um, Haru Ichiban from yeah. Essen a couple of years ago that like mm-hmm. that, they only did 200 laser wood cut versions. Yes,
5: the, the wood, the wood we version.
4: Yes, the thin wood version. I have yeah. that because it was, I made it, like I asked my friend who went to Essen. I'm like, that is the one thing I want from Essen this year. And I got it.
3: <laughs> anyway.
4: Um, and then, what about so <laughs> already we haven't even gotten Pantheon yet, but what about more in the future of Seven Wonders Duel? Uh,
5: at this time, nothing is scheduled. Yeah. We have some ideas, but uh, we have not begun any work on that at this
0: time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But back in Repos, we are working currently on new expansion for. Seven Wonders, the main game, uh, called Armada. That's Antoine bring to us. We don't know at all when it's going to be released, but we are working on it. Uh, but it's very important for. It was very important for us to say to the people and to the player, okay, we published Seven Wonders Duo, and that's a new thing. So we want an expansion for it very quick, and to say, okay, that's not just the two players version of Seven Wonders. Mm-hmm. That's a new, and we will publish the expansion. But in the other hand, we don't want people to think we are bored of Seven Wonders and that we will not publish any more expansion. That is mm-hmm. not true. We are pretty excited about Seven Wonders too. So right now we are focused on Seven Wonders and we'll come back to Dwell. I think as soon as possible.
5: Yeah, that's cool. But, but
0: uh, we, are, we need time to work on it.
5: And uh, for Antoine. He needs to have time enough to work on the basic game and the, the expansion without being bored himself. Yeah. So that, <laughs> but he needs time to do other things.
1: Mm-hmm. Also. Yeah. So, Theo, in, yeah. Um, at Essen, do you guys have a special meeting room? Do you have a booth that has a you know a meeting room inside the booth because i've heard lots of different stories about how the publishers meet at s and that might be different than how they meet in the
0: americas Uh, actually we have uh, three meetings room on our booth directly Uh, one for the sales one for marketing and one for me uh the development team me and thomas Mm. so it's directly on our booth which is uh, way easier when we have a break to just go and to see other games but way more uh, noisy, so. Right. <laughs>
1: so you get the pros and cons of, of you know being live on the shop floor, but and then also you're live on the shop floor, so it's going to be loud. Yeah. Do you find that, um, like when we were at uh, Gen Con, we just kind of met in the open gaming area. Is that more effective for you, or do you like having an enclosed space, Theo?
0: It's way more comfortable to have uh, my own space, uh, because it's the best way to. Not looking for a table for you to have your meeting, which is possible during GenCon, but almost impossible at SN because all the tables are full.
1: Right. So I mean, yeah. next year, Daryl, we we just rent out the floor of a whole hotel. Well,
0: let's
2: just no, or just do a Meeple syrup booth, and then we'll just always schedule pitches at the Meeple syrup booth.
1: And the Meeple syrup booth has no product; it's just one. No, big meeting. it's just a
2: meeting <laughs> spot. People can just come hang out and do their meetings.
1: I, well, I like that. That was a neat thing at Gen Con this year. was the first year that we did meetings in the uh, ACD room.
2: Yeah, that room was nice.
1: And that was really nice because the publishers could get a little. It's almost like a like it fit like a six by six by four table, and there were six of us in the room at once pitching, and it was just much more quieter and relaxed and than when you're on the floor because the publishers always get asked questions from people who walked by like when can I get this and what's in the box and that kind of thing so
2: yeah the ACD room was much better than I did one pitch at Gen Con on top of a trash can that that was horrible and literally people (laughs) walked up literally people walked up and were throwing things in the trash can in the middle of my pitch they would reach around (laughs) me in the garbage can You weren't, pitching,
1: ha- you weren't pitching Mayday a game, were
2: you, at the time? No, that, was appropriate. Appropriate. that would have been
1: inappropriate with their, with their trash can game. No,
2: I was pitching an expansion to Artana. So, uh. <laughs> so well, that expansion didn't get picked up. And I can say, <laughs> never pitch on top of a garbage can. So, uh, on, that, <laughs> on that note, Bruno, I'm curious. You've been to American Shows, and we're talking about kind of the contrast and giving people a bit of a picture of Essen. Could you describe... Uh, For you, what you see are some of the differences? I mean, when I was there, I noticed even just different type of crowd, different type of atmosphere, uh, different types of booths. Could you describe a little bit of some of the differences of Essen compared to some of the uh, American shows that you have attended?
5: For me, the main difference is the behavior of of the players.
1: Hmm.
5: For me, from key speaking, it's much more fun to go to Indianapolis, for example, than to go to Essen. People are more friendly, um, really, and it's possible to demonstrate a game without finishing the game, just to show how it works, and people are happy with that, and that means that you can demonstrate it to a lot, and a lot of different players, just to they have the feeling of a the game. They don't need to 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 do all the the full uh, for for big games all the full uh, game. In Germany, if you do that, <laughs> it's not possible. So you have to go until the end. Uh it's it's um. It, we have more competitors. Than competitors than
1: competitive. They want to finish the whole game. Yeah. See, not just how it plays, but if they won or not. Exactly. Uh, okay.
4: So. For me. Go ahead, Bruno. No,
5: no, no. It's just, it just my, my, my feeling. So, uh, mm-hmm.
4: Well, it's interesting because I think about, you know, as an H2 publishers or it's, um, you know, just visitors trying to do their demo games, you know, uh, like, is it weird if an American comes and says, okay, I just want a five-minute demo and then walk away is, or, or anything? What mistakes do you see people make?
0: I think the main mistakes uh, from designers to publishers is to pitch games that doesn't fit editorial line from a publisher. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't go to a Nistari meeting pitching a very small family fun games, and you don't go to other uh, pitching uh, hardcore games with a lot of downtime and a lot of stuff. Uh, and very often, people come to my office and say, oh, I have this small, uh, trick-taking, very usual games. And I'm like, no, I'm, we're Ripples. We, <laughs> we're trying to find innovation. and." What you are bringing is not innovative at all. And sometimes that's a very, very easy way to make a publisher think you will not uh, bring some good games to them. Mm. Uh, so the main mistake is to not target your your appointment. Uh, as a non-designer, a non-editor uh, point of view, I think the main mistake is to not play uh, the games that you absolutely want to buy. Uh, because if you don't know where are the games you want to buy, you will get lost and you will never buy them.
4: And you know, I actually have a, another question on kind of the business front. Um, how much how much publisher deals are made at SN? You know how many how many deals are made from you know U.S. publishers to license uh, European games or vice versa? There,
0: uh, with Ripples, we never sign a game during a show. Uh, because that's not how we work and we really want to have our playtest group feedbacks and to be on a very uh, just us way when we try to sign a game. So we never conclude a deal during a show because that's the best way to uh, be not so happy with a game, after all. Uh, Very often I play a game during a show and it's like, oh, this game is amazing, I want it. I ask for a prototype and back at the office the game is not so good anymore. Sometimes because the designer is not with anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes appear because some designers are like very, very good to do games. <laughs> and just because the second game is not so good as like the first one. So we never sign a game during a show. Never. Mm-hmm. And we never. Uh, but I think plenty of companies are doing that. So it's not so easy to know how many these are make
4: doing this. No, thank you. I think that was a really great insight. Thank you.
1: That's really interesting too. I I like your your point too about not signing immediately that, you know, we've got to take it home and put it through its paces first because I think that can make for a better decision on your part too. Uh, Bruno, talking about uh, pitching and designing and things like that, how do you specifically set up your pitches? Um, do you plan them? Do you write a script? I know you're an actor as well. Um, do you just kind of plonk pieces down and go with it? You've been doing this for so long. How, how do you do it? What's the Bruno Cathala method? I want to know.
5: <laughs> Improvisation! Uh, <okay. laughs> Actually, no, but uh, it's, it's, you know, when, um, when I present a game to a publisher, uh, it's not my first game. Of, uh, it's, it's not the first time I play it, that means that I played it a lot of times before with a lot of different teams. That means that uh, play testing after play testing session, uh, I, I have to, to explain again and again this game. That means that the more we go on the development process, the best I am in presenting the game. So when I come in front of a publisher, it's quite natural in fact. Mm-hmm. because I have all the experience or all my playtesting session with different players.
1: Right, and so playtesting play will help your pitch.
5: Yeah. Yeah, for sure, because each time I have new player in front of me, I have to capture their attention to explain the game very fast, the fastest as possible, and keep them uh, in in front of the game. So I try to do the, the, the same with, with, with publishers. But the thing... What I do now, for now five or six years, I think, I don't present any new game uh, uh, to publisher during a fair. Hmm. Because in in my opinion, for me, it's not efficient. I prefer to present them the game, maybe two months, three months before the show. Sure. And then, Go on discussion like uh, Theo said. They need time to play test themselves, etc. And if I have a contract, I will sign it during the fair, but just because it's the time to uh, to close the affair. Now, you mm-hmm.
1: see? Mm, that, that's a really I, I like that. I like the Bruno method. I'm going to subscribe to the Bruno method. For example,
5: this year I know that I will sign two contracts during the SN fair, but it's just because the. the The work started with this publisher some weeks or
2: months ago. Mm -hmm. Right. So we we go to the conclusion now. That's excellent. Well, this leads me into my question for Teo. I mean, yes, people are designers are pitching games and they're probably buying a bunch of games, but there's also a little more going on at Essen. There's a few beers and a few drinks, and networking and and connecting. I wanna ask you some tips. I wanna know where's the best, you know, watering hole, you know, what's your suggestion, best place to grab a drink? And also, you know, it's tough to find food. So any tip on like a good secret Tao Essen food spot, drink spot? What what are you saying? Where 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 do people need to go?
0: Actually it's not so easy because I, I don't think I eat so much during Essen. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's how you we just eat some sandwiches and, and garbage during the day. And <laughs> I'm so tired uh, during the evening and sometimes so drunk that I don't eat <laughs> that. That's fair. That's
2: fair. All right. Or, or even I, another one I forgot is where do you play games?
0: You, you're totally true with the networking stuff. And I think that's uh, one of the main missions for designers going to SM for the first time or not for the first time. Uh, I very often and most of the French and most of the publishers go and uh, hang out uh, at the Atlantic, at the lobby of the Atlantic, uh, oh. which is very, very, yeah, very, very, very uh, near the show, so it's easy. And the my, my main advice is: uh, play it cool. Don't try to interrupt people and to say, "Hey, I'm a designer. Let's be friends." Uh, that's not the best way to network. Uh, but just going to, to this kind of party tonight and to meet some people and to discuss with them. It's yeah. very, most of the publishers are very easy to talk about and to talk with, very abordable. So yeah, let just go to the Atlantic and try to play some game with publisher. That's the best yeah. way
2: absolutely i mean at the end of the day if you're making games there's gonna be lots of opportunities over the years to try to pitch your game so more more focus on building those relationships get to know each other and then you can ascribe to the bruno method of sending your games beforehand because then you already you already know them so
1: right exactly i think that's i think that's wise
2: so so you heard it here if you want to hang out with the french crowd the atlantic I I, I experienced that last year. I had no idea that it was a French takeover. And I I realized how bad my French was.
5: You also have the the same kind of things in the Bradney Hotel, which is not so far from the fair.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. But,
5: good.
0: Uh, just for French. All people are free to are welcome yeah. to come.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I played I played with everyone. I didn't understand half of what was being said, but I still had a great time. So
4: <laughs> So Bruno, I selfishly, because I've never had the opportunity to speak to you before, although um I'm good friends with Dan King, who I, I think you know quite well. And he has yeah. a t-shirt. He has a t shirt of your face on it. So you know, there's that. <laughs>
5: I, I noticed that during the, the, the Gen Con. I, I didn't know that the, this T-shirt was existing, so... Yeah, you should be getting royalties after that. Yeah, man,
1: that's
5: your, no, no, like, nothing.
1: That's your likeness. You should like, actually get paid.
5: <laughs> yes, it was fun. I, I, I went to the to the booth uh, of the guys who were selling the T-shirt, and I, I asked them if I could have one. Did and they, they say yes. Oh, it's okay.
2: twenty dollars.
5: <laughs> I say no I, I want to have one, please. It's my face. <laughs> it's my name, so maybe you could give me one for
4: <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if they said no, it's you know, twenty five dollars uh,
5: <laughs> at, at, at the beginning they say no, but I say I ask them if they had the rights
3: oh, say, oh, oh. oh my. They, they, they,
5: they answer me yes, but I say, "Oh, it's fun because I don't know that."
4: <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! I cannot believe that story. Holy and then, cow!
5: Then they they offer me a t-shirt, and uh, and uh, it was close. It's
4: okay. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Well, okay. Well, um, away from t-shirts, which who knew? A good uh, story. Um, what about games? You know, I was going through my collection, and I found. I found my very old copy of Boomtown. um yeah yes it's in english right that's that's yeah. one of yours and, and it's it's long out of print, and it made me think most of your games stay in print, but are there any older games that you would either of yours that you would either want to revisit today or just see republished and kind of maybe talk a little bit about that okay
5: yeah for sure there are, you know there are some games that uh i have stayed, I would say, under the radar. <laughs> and uh, and I, li- I lie, I love this game. So if I have opportunities to, to publish them again, I would be happy. And for example, at this time, I'm working again on a game which is named, which was named uh, Drôle de Zebra in French, Funny Zebra, I think, uh, in English. I'm not sure that it has been published in, uh, in, uh, in English. Mm-hmm. It's a two-player game. And uh, I'm working with a small French uh, new uh, publisher to, to, to publish it next year. I'm also working again on uh, another two-player game, which is Atlas & Zeus, which was uh, published uh, eight, ten years ago by Jeux Descartes, which is a publisher which doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And... uh. The one thing I would really, really love is to see my uh, first game published again, which is "Cent Loire N'Ilois in French. That means Lawless uh, in American. Mm. And so, uh, if someone, uh, I would like to work it again because, you know, uh, in many of the games I worked, maybe uh, I created 10 or 12 years ago. If I. S- I still love them, but the market uh, has changed, the the gamers have changed, I have changed, and there are always some things that I would like to do a little differently. So, if I have opportunities, I will go on that way.
4: All right, publishers, you heard it here, you have an opportunity, Lawless. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Bruno's ready. He's ready. I am.
1: That's good. For you, what uh, what old game would you guys like to bring back? Is there anything that Repos has said, man, I wish we could get the rights to that so we could do that because we haven't seen a game like that in forever?
0: I don't think we have anything in mind right now. Nothing uh, in
1: Bruno's, no? Nothing in
0: Bruno's? No. <laughs> <laughs> we have to discuss that during SN, but yeah. we bring back uh, Cash and Guns Yeah, uh, two years ago which was the first game that Repos ever published. Uh, it was pretty fun to try to uh, find what was not so actual, uh, not so today games uh, on Caching and Guns, and to change that. Uh, and because Ludovic uh, is a professional game designer and got uh, 10 years of experiment, Repos got 10 years of experiment, it was pretty um, Pretty interesting to see and to try to make the game better and to make the game fit.
2: Yeah. absolutely. Well, uh, Theo just mentioned uh, Ludovic. Some uh, Bruno has made many amazing games with with Ludovic and and many others. Uh, and so I, I kind of want to twist this a little bit to uh, designer talk while we have you here as well. I'm I'm curious. You've worked with many people. Uh, You're open to working with new people. You obviously uh, keep coming back uh, with Ludovic and and a few others. Any tips that you give to people when they're designing games? Uh, A, how to find a a co-designer, and then how to make that relationship work well. So
5: for me, uh, working with someone is a good way um, to refresh your mind. Because you know, if you stay alone, I think that during time you will do, you will always stay in your comfort zone. Right. So, so it's a it's a good way to explore uh, some some direction that you will never have uh, gone alone. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. Then you have to to have some uh, common idea because if you are too different, it doesn't work. You know mm-hmm. that means that uh, you have to accept sometimes to um, to cancel some some ideas that you really like mm-hmm. to go in the, in the, in the way of, of your friend, but he also has to do the same. You have to find a, a good balance be- between that, and if you manage to find the, the, the good people it's a, also a way to go faster. Because you have an ID which gives him an ID and etc. And discussing together, you you improve uh, you improve the, the development, uh, and it goes really really faster. So I really like that. And the other thing, I have also two two other things which are important for me, uh, and which explain why I like to work with uh, other designers. In that, for me, creating means adopting. And doping with someone else, it's much more comfortable than adopting alone.
3: Sure. And the
5: other thing is being successful. When you have a success, when you are alone at home, you say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you share a success with a friend, it's why. Yeah. does that.
2: Great advice.
4: That's that's I love that. That I love that. And that's so in some ways that just feels like such a board game thing because we're so community oriented and just, you know in general as a community just there's a lot of support and mutual admiration and just that very in keeping with that.
5: But um, my 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 main skill is to to find people who have a big talent and uh, and oblige them to put my name on the books.
2: <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Absolutely. <laughs>
4: Um, Kayo, if you don't mind, you know I, I I just am curious about the industry from end to end, and I think maybe you might have some perspective. I'm actually interested in um, the printing of of the games, and you know, as a consumer, as a hobbyist, you know, you start hearing about these games because designers like Bruno are so open in social media. You kind of get to hear about games really early, and then it just seems like this big long process to get the game into your hands. And I'm curious, just once the game is done you know tested and all this other stuff and you know it goes to print how long do you typically expect a game to take to get printed because sometimes i see games like i'll see a publisher say okay the game's done and then we'll have copies at this fair like essen or gen con i'm looking at time like wow that seems really really quick um so you know does Repost, do you guys have a consistent printing partner that you work with? And then how long do you typically expect to see um, a game take from, you know, we're ready to, here's your games?
0: Yeah. It, it depends on many things. The main is uh, where we are uh, building the game. Uh, most of the time, we try to work with uh, European factories uh, from Germany or from Poland. Uh, but as soon as we put some plastics uh game, we are almost uh, obliged to, to work with China, because they are way, 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 way cheaper for plastics. Uh, concern because we will still try to work with uh, European factories, even if it's a little bit more expensive, uh, because game will come to our office and to our warehouse uh, way sooner and because we want to work with uh, European factories because it's uh, ecologically better for us, Uh, but it depends on that. Also, sometimes we will have a game on our warehouse, but we'll wait the perfect timing to publish it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for example, Asmode which is our uh, distributor for France, for many other countries, but for France, uh, like to have the game at least one month prior to the release uh, date yeah. in order to have all our marketing and uh, selling team to play the game, to discuss the game and to be sure that if there is any problem with the game, okay. we can solve it for the release date. If the game comes and we have to release it that and there is one problem with, I don't know, a or something with the cardboard or something like that, we can do it. If we have one month, it's way more easier for us to solve that problem. But very often, you have to have in mind at least three months, sometimes more, but at least three months between when we just play press, okay, let's go, and the time when we can say, hey, let's buy the game on your favorite option.
4: That's awesome. I mean, it just, from an outsider's point of view, to me, that just seems so quick in many ways for some of these games, especially some of the games that are more elaborate. That just, that sounds impressive to me, three months, but that's very cool. Thanks for that insight. Mm
0: -hmm. The biggest delay is only shipping, because printing, Mm -hmm. very often doing uh, very easy games to produce, Mm -hmm. not so many miniatures, very often only cards. Mm -hmm. It's not hard to produce, so. So we just have to, uh, to bring the right timing with the factory and say, OK, we want to publish that many copies of this game and we want to have it for this day. But fair enough, yeah, pretty quick. That's cool. cool.
1: So um, we're coming about time to wrap up, but we'll get a couple more questions in just because we have you here. Um, so Bruno, uh, this is the SN time of, of year for all of us designers. But what, is, what comes next for you in terms of other conventions and things that might not be as well known as Essen? So you've already mentioned Nuremberg, but there's other ones. Tell me where else you go in the European game scene.
5: Uh, in Europe, the first convention I go each year is Cannes. The Festival des Jeux de Cannes. It's, it's the main French convention. So it's uh, end of February and uh, during this convention uh you know, there is uh, the reward the the special french award which is not as famous as the spiel but <laughs> one day it will be uh-huh. <laughs>
0: yeah.
5: so it's it's really an a, an important convention all all the designers are there all the publishers are, are there and uh, for foreign designers it could be also a good way to meet um all the French industry, in fact.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
5: and uh, it's in
1: Cannes, so that's quite nice. Yeah,
5: it is. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice place. So then, in France, there are a lot, a lot, a lot of conventions. Quite each week, you have a convention somewhere in France. Uh, all are very nice conventions, but they have n- they have not the same um, importance. In fact, okay. So for me. This one, you need to be, uh, I need to be there, mm-hmm. okay, uh, then you have uh, some big convention in Lille, in the north of France, in Toulouse, uh, in Paris, but uh, they are not so important. Uh, I also like a festival which is close uh, Nantes, uh, in Nantes, in the west of France, but for me, the free convention I have to go each year it's Cannes, Indianapolis, Essen. Okay. Excellent. This year I will try for the first time to be at the BGG Con in Dallas.
1: Oh, this year! Awesome! Going to yeah! yeah. Oh, Yay. Yay. <laughs> who, who else is going to be there? Not me, but Suze, are you going to be there? Yep, absolutely. And Daryl, are you going to be there?
5: I'll be there. Yeah. I, I will come with Adrien Martino from Days of Wonder. Yeah. And excellent. we will have a prototype of Yamatai. <laughs> <laughs>
4: hey. oh,
2: oh, 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 Susan <laughs> and I call Shotgun. We w- Definitely. We're in. We're in. <laughs>
1: excellent. Excellent. Um, and, Dale, when are you coming over next to the Americas?
0: Uh, I think it will be for Gathering next year. No biggicon for me. Unfortunately. Okay.
1: So, will it be uh, Gathering next year then? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Bruno, are you coming to Gathering next year or no? Uh,
0: I don't
5: know yet, but uh, maybe.
1: Okay. Oh, I love that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the idea,
2: right?
5: I will um, see. It it will depend of uh, of days of wonder, I think. But uh, but I will see.
1: Okay. And Suze, are you ever are you ever planning to come?
4: I, I'm not an invitee to, to that one. Well, you, I mean,
2: you should bug those dice tower folks. Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll put that on my list of to dos, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, <laughs> but I, nice.
2: I did tell you, did I tell you, Suze,
1: that I, I I will be at Dice Tower Con next year?
4: Yes, we've talked about that, and I'm ecstatic. I think the thing about Dice Tower Con and BGG Con that is so nice, uh, you know, as Teo and Brun are talking about, uh, the business. Of Essen and the business yeah. of Gen Con. Um, BGG Con. What I what I hear from all my design and publishing friends is BGG Dice Tower Con. They're nice because you can play games, you yeah. know, and and right. take a breath. So and, uh, hopefully you like Dice Tower.
5: Yes, and and we re- enjoy to 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 just be able to play games, even if it's prototypes or published games. Never mind, but. Uh, uh, it will be very nice for me to have this opportunity just to be with friends from America or never, and just play without being designer, etc. We are all exactly. friends and play together, and that's that's good. Well,
2: we'll play we'll play some games, Bruno at BGG. I look forward to it. <laughs> I'm sure. uh, I I got to ask Teo one more question because I can't believe it didn't come up because it's it's one of my favorite games of the year. Uh, we've been just asking you designer questions, but we we need to talk a little Sea of Clouds before no, before no, we wrap nobody up. Nobody likes
1: that game. Nobody likes that. Game.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's oh, so beautiful. <laughs> know, so right? beautiful. Such a great game. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Is there and will there be any like promo cards at Essen? Can you tell us a little bit about that design, the story behind you making that game. Just and then uh, if anyone can get some promos at Essen.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not so easy for me to be clear about my position about this kind of stuff because <laughs> uh, I'm sort of a project manager for Ripple's. I'm doing uh, rules development with Ripple's. But all my free times, I'm a game designer for myself, trying right. to push and to pitch games to sometimes repos, sometimes to other companies. Mm-hmm. And uh Cf. Cloud is my second game published. Yes. Just after Shinobi Wata, which yep. was published. By uh, Purple Boy in France and Yellow in the U.S. Yeah, uh, *Sherlock* is also uh, published by Yellow. Uh, and yeah, we we will have some goodies. For our- oh, yes. goodies, oh, have- oh. excellent! Like goodies. Goodies Two new captain boards, just uh, just new artworks, and three, Beautiful. which are the goodies of love and friendship. So that's Aww. a kitten, a unicorn, and a love ray. And that's
1: Just <laughs> said love ray, right? Oh,
4: like love, ray. Like love gun. Nice. Yeah, no
2: love <laughs> gun. That's awesome.
1: That's the best ever.
4: Love gun. Okay.
1: Who's who's up for questions? I'm laughing too hard. Ah, Sus, <laughs> There we go.
4: Oh well, um, br- br- <laughs> I'm still stuck on love gun too. Um, Bruno, you're obviously the wealth of knowledge and experience that you have um, as a designer and in the industry overall is really valuable to people. And, you know, obviously we want you to enjoy your time as much as possible at conventions. Um, But, you know, I know that just, first of all players and fans like myself, but then also other designers who want to, you know, ask you questions. What What's the best way and uh, for them to approach you, or where's the best place for them to find you? Is it at, at conventions, in the lobby of the Atlantic, or is it online, or or um, should nobody ever talk to you? You just
5: go away. <laughs> no, 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 but I, I think that it's really very easy to approach me, because uh, I always answer, always. Uh, ah. That means that uh, people write me. I I receive uh, some projects uh, each week. So some some mails from uh, never mind if it's by my my personal mail or messenger or or BGG uh, on the on the mail in, in uh, board game etc. I each week each day I receive questions and I always take time to answer always. So and then
2: during,
5: during a convention. Uh, now, in, in some convention like Essen, it's very difficult to have time because I have a schedule which is really uh, full, okay? But then at night, during a, a playtesting session, etc., we can always, I'm always open to discuss. There is absolutely no problem, and don't hesitate. It's a, it's, it's a pleasure for me to, uh, to share uh, ideas and discussions uh, around games. It's my patience, so <laughs> no problem.
4: That's awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Excellent. And uh, Theo, last question for you before we shut the show down. Um, if people want to get a hold of you uh, for either designing or pitching you games your repos, how do they do that? And what's your last piece of advice to designers? Uh, for,
0: to join me, it's very easy. Just send me an email. My email is public on uh, the Ripple's website. And just like Bruno, I try uh, Bruno is not trying his succeed. But I'm trying to answer <laughs> to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually don't uh, accept uh, uh, pitch games, games pitching by email, because we get so, so many of them that it's impossible to answer. Sure. Uh, but it's very easy to send me an email to see me on the convention and to pitch me a game. Uh, and my last advice would be something like that. The the game hobby is very small uh, in one perspective. So it's very easy to join me. It's very easy to send an email to Adrien Martino from Days to register from Libelude, to guys like that. And we will always give opportunities to any game designer. So don't be afraid to send me an email if you want to pitch me a game. It's my job him. to look at them. He it's okay, if good. It's okay if it's amazing. We'll always look at it, look at it, and always try to answer to it.
2: So you, you you heard it there, folks. Uh, you have an opportunity with to pitch your best game to Teo, and he'll even he'll look at anything. He even looks at games from me. So uh, <laughs> so you 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 have a chance. So uh, uh, with that said, I just want to say a big thank you to Bruno and Theo for taking the time to chat with us. I hope it's a wonderful Essen show for you each. Uh, I, I'm sure it will be. Uh, you have great games. I also want to just give a, a quick plug for next week. Suze will be back with us and we also have a uh, special guests Mike Fitzgerald and Scott Gata. uh, and we'll be chatting kind of post-Essen what games seem to do well and uh, what, what things they saw because they're both going to be at Essence. So we'll, we'll we ask the Europeans ahead of time, and now we'll ask uh, some of the Americans uh, afterwards. Uh, how how well Europe hosted uh, some some of our American guests? Uh, Till then, I just want to encourage you: keep making great games, and we look forward to playing your game soon. Ciao.
0: Bye bye. Thank you, guys.